We live by the grace of the sea and die by her wrath. And when she gives, we celebrate. And when she takes, oh, we beg forgiveness. On dead men roll no crits. <laughs> this is your GM, Patrick, speaking, welcoming you back to life on the Shackled Seas. And joining me, as always, are my four players and your friends i'm talking uh jabert rebecca seth and tyler guys welcome back to the show hello hey. uh, thanks hey. for having me yes we we are done with the <laughs> or, or maybe this is part three of the the arc of um some new pcs added to the tidebreaker uh yeah yeah well uh, maybe before each episode now, though, we should have um, a, a TikTok shanty um, news wrap up. <laughs> as far as <laughs> this just uh, in, yeah. <clears throat> Actually, was we were sent on Patreon. Uh, I, I thought it was a, a, a shanty, so I didn't open it up for a couple of days. But we we got sent a a TikTok link that was about life on a pirate ship and in general how some pirate captains treated their crew better than some like modern oh, CEOs. Was, was this casually explained <clears throat> or no, wait, I think I've seen that video. I can't uh, remember. Yeah. It was a short, uh, you know, um, short video. It's a, it was a TikTok about um, from Anthony Lee 991. And this was oh. uh, uh, Jay uh, Smith sent this in. Um, but talking about how pirate captains were indeed uh, very um, ecumenical and, you know, um, were not often tyrants, but ruled, uh, many of them elected from the crew. Yeah. Um, well, you, <clears throat> several I mean, pirates had a uh, an injury plan, you know, like yep. kind of like a, a payment if you were injured and couldn't sail anymore. Hmm. Um, yeah. And oftentimes the the captain's share was only uh, a double share of of treasure. It wasn't like you know, right. It wasn't like a CEO. Yeah, yeah it wasn't like ninety percent of profits here. Right, and the captain it was <clears throat> the captain was only the ultimate authority during combat during naval combat. So all other decisions normally made by the crew was purely diplomatic. Where they sailed, you know, a lot of these things were decided by the the entire crew and although like obviously the ca the captain is going to have a sway over those things he wasn't just like okay well now we're going left that's just not how it would it would work because you know it didn't take more than a bunch you know a few crew members to rise up kill every you know kill him and throw him overboard and, you know. right yeah it only takes one knife right <laughs> yeah yeah so, i mean like, let's like, face like, it like real, like real captains aren't really barnabas harrigan here they're, yeah, they're in the no. middle of the ocean, right? I mean, like, where are you going to go? There's nowhere the to escape. And... Like, I mean, it'd yeah, be so yeah, easy for exactly. someone to take revenge there, on you. Yes, there are a few. I think there are only like a few accounts. Like, I think I remember Captain Vane as a historical example of just a super duper cruel, evil man. Um, but there's, I mean, to everybody. But yeah, there's just there's not as many examples of of those types of situations than. You know, guys like Henry Avery, who were much nicer to uh, both his crew and to, you know, others he interacted with. Mm. You know, uh, it's it's just, it's telling when when pirate life 
sounds much more appealing than late stage capitalism. <laughs> yeah. Well, it had Everyone gets a all fair share. Yeah, so also, you lose your hands and all your teeth. <laughs> but I'd say, except for the dentistry, I think I'm on board with pirate. Scurvy. I mean, there just, there were a few problems. You know, yeah, just there, sail there with were, a just bunch go at your oranges. teeth with like a chisel and a hammer. <laughs> yeah. There were there were a lot of nutritional issues, and you know we we hear the most of the stories we hear are from guys like Henry Avery who were like the wealthiest examples of their time, most of them very poor. Barry did not do well. And uh, and so life was extremely, extremely rough and cramped. They would mm. often pack many, many, you know, when they were to go on raids, they would pack many people onto the ship, meaning you had no personal space, very little room to move in some Literally circumstances. Literally hundreds of people on board uh, ships smaller than the Tidebreaker, which is now sporting a crew of, you know, not even 40 people. Um, yeah. Having had... been on uh, on board, you know, all the Ironsides here in Boston, it's, it's just so crazy to think of hundreds of yeah. sailors occupying, you know, hot bedding those hammocks and being on on deck together at the same time they, they technically were a little bit ahead of their time though because you know in their hardtack there were insects usually and, oh, right, and you know yeah. if they ate bugs you know that's where we're going now like bug yeah. protein is the future yeah i got that protein going mm -hmm. for them yeah. oh gross oh, um, nothing is new under the sun patrick uh, who well, sent us that do you want to give him a shout out uh, yes did. i did uh, oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, Jay Smith. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, uh, Patreon listeners, if you have some more pirate tales or <laughs> shanties or things you want us to to go over, uh, let us know. You can uh, direct message us or talk to us on the Discord and the Patreon um, server what area. Weird, what a weird time. <laughs> but uh, let's get back to the story and let's find out what kind of pirate crew the Tidebreaker is going to be as we open up this week's episode uh, perhaps a day or so after the rescue of the nearly dead crew of the Vorsfang from the Chelish Famished Main. Uh, and you guys have brought aboard um, eight new um, hands to, to the Tidebreaker. And we see you guys... Um, I think in the second night after the crew is integrated a little bit, uh, starting up some celebrations, uh, bringing out maybe some uh, some wine and, and grog that's been scrolled away, as well as um, your your better food, which will will rot first to uh, to have a little bit of a feast and a little bit of uh, a night revelry, where we see. Uh, Rosie Cuswell will, will get out her, her get fiddle and perhaps um, a barefoot Sam's Toppins will, will start dancing on some some barrels and things like that uh, to, to get the, the party started. Uh, what, are, what are you guys' characters doing? What, are, what, what What's happening here at the beginning of, of a, a celebration on the, the Tidebreaker? I think we would start with, you know, we're passing out extra grog rations and Cassius probably stands up on the uh, or one of the railings up on the, the stern castle and addresses his the just the entire crew and gives a, a speech about you know, 
rescuing rescuing these new friends, defeating the evil uh, Chelish mad woman, undead woman of, of madness, and uh, you know praising everybody's victory, the the bravery of Mahim, and you know calling out several crew members that he knew were you know personally involved in the battle, and he'll you know kind of end it all with. So here's a mug of grog to all the best pirates that I see before me. Revel and make fun. For tonight, we welcome our new friends and crewmates, and we will party to where even the gods of the oceans and Besmara herself can hear us. With that, you kick off a series. Yeah, everyone can cheer and we're going to kick off a series of uh, games. Hopefully, uh, Cassius has prepared, um, I think, three main events where uh, the reward is like an extra maybe eighth share of the treasure uh, when we do like the first kind of, when we, when we next like, you know, make port and hand out shares to, to all the crew members for doing the debauchery that they do best. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... Each of each of them would have a just a small monetary reward that to be paid out later. Um, but the first, but and so I, I guess uh, you know maybe people are signing up for these for these games and whatnot. Yeah, and while they are uh, setting up the first of those games that uh, Captain Cassius has has announced. Uh, I think Shargo would step forward toward Captain Cassius, uh, I presume still drinking his grog up on on the banister, um, to say to him, Captain Cassius, I seek what you seek. Treasure, gold, glory, adventure. And then her eyes start to glow red, just bright red all of a sudden, as though something deep within her has has become awoken. But I also seek vengeance. Vengeance for those whom I called my brothers and that fateful day we encountered the cursed dragon Malvogio. One day I will have his head. Cassius kind of hops, jumps down from the the banister. He kind of lands softly next to you. Uh, and, and But maybe then like teeters at the very end as he's probably, you know, in his rations. And what was the name of the dragon again? Uh, Malvagio. Certainly will never come up in this campaign ever again. No. <laughs> there are no uh, dragons in these fantasy stories. And then so Cassius kind of maybe puts out a hand and, and he says, Chagra, it is a great honor to have someone as as strong and brave as you aboard my ship. I'm happy to count you as a, a member of my crew and I will, you will always have a, uh, a welcomed home here and a place to lay your head and test your blade. I, it sounds like you have quite the, the anger and vengeance against this, this dragon you seek and well, all my Everyone here on my crew, their their problems are my problems. And if we ever come across the creature or hear word, well, I promise my blade to you, and we will take its life and its hoard, and we will sing 
of that glorious battle across the shackles, wherever we go. Thank you, Captain Cassius. You have no idea how much that means to me. I'm sure you will be pleased to find how loyal I can be. Loyalty be hard to find sometimes, mate. It, it warms me heart and me ears to hear such words come from me. But enough about vengeance and dragons. I have challenges with gold to win. Go, sign up. Have fun and make merry. Beat your fellow crewmates if you can. What I edition of Vengeance and Dragons are you guys playing? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? Uh, different game. No, I was just asking what version of Vengeance and Dragons you were playing, <laughs> that's all. I'm, I'm on the sixth edition, edition of Vengeance and Dragons. I keep <laughs> writing new rules. Home, <laughs> uh, homebrew rules. I see you've, uh, you've got written down here a drinking relay race as a... Yeah. Uh, as a... A test of pirate metal. Uh, who's who's signing up for that? Oh, this is Sharga's chance to show how how strong she is. She is definitely signing up for this one. Mm. I think Kovic would also so uh, would sign up for this as 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 well, perhaps. Maybe out of curiosity. Uh, mm -hmm. Perhaps Bartleby is a. Uh, uh, just standing in a group of people who all sort of uh, rush up to sign up for that and gets pushed along <laughs> accidentally. It's <laughs> <laughs> like struggling to fight against the, the current of people, uh, but gets pushed to the front of the line. And, uh, Do you think and find, uh, finds himself in the <laughs> in the group? You think Hanta would get egged on to participating? I don't think he would do it of his own volition. Oh, I think oh, I, I, oh, I oh, Alaris would, would push for you. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. Alaris yeah. and Kendoso will push you forward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. We each take a hand and we're like, ah! <laughs> yeah. so, we'll cheer you then, on. Yeah. And so then Cassius will get back up on like a barrel of wine and explain the rules, which is essentially you have to drink down a whole you know, mug of wine, and then you climb up the rigging to the very top where you ring the bell, the warning bell or the, the storm bell, and then you have to descend as quickly as you can, you tag in, they repeat the same process. And when the fourth member, whoever, whoever whatever team's fourth member hits the deck first is the winner. So what are our teams? Yeah, how about, how It about sounds like we have our team. <laughs> Well, why don't we do teams of three? Because I've got Sharga, Kovic, and Bartleby on one. Who wants to team up with Honto? Uh, yeah, I think I think Candosa uh, will play. Candosa. Cassius will excuse himself from all games. Oh, Owl, Owlbear can play. And it would not be fair. Y'all want Owlbear yeah. on your team? That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Owlbear. All right. Well, yeah, we're, come we're on, the, big we're guy. the Buff Boys squad. <laughs> why don't we do yeah a, a three-person relay? Uh, to start should, off, should, should we mix up some of these uh, level two and level four characters? A little oh, bit? no. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Okay, fair enough. Let's get rolling. Uh, first up, Sharga versus Honto. Uh, fortitude save to, to down a, uh, uh, I guess, a stein of wine. A wine stein? A wine stein. No, uh, no, don't. <laughs> Let's Char not utter that oh. here. Sharga, the level two character, has critically succeeded <laughs> at this uh, DC 15 save. 
and Honto is just barely. <laughs> <laughs> the, so no no negatives here, but that is a success. But I'll give Sharga the boost of confidence for critically succeeding. And I, I, I imagine this will be an opposed athletics check to, to climb up. Whoever can do it faster. We got a 20 athletics from Sharga. Bonus. Oh, but Seth has to ruin your day by rolling a 19. <laughs> <laughs> and the Honto is up and down. Tagging in first and to difference for time's sake. I think uh, I think the climbing is impressive, but I think where he really makes up the time is the fact that he just drops a very long distance uh, <laughs> and doesn't take any damage from it. Just falls to the five, five star landing. Uh, all right, and tagging in with. Candoso and Kovic next to can make a board of save. A DC 15. Candoso able to hold his liquor. Mm-hmm. 21. And Kovic, a critical success. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, rolling a little bit better on this, so you'll get a plus two bonus as you guys climb the top. top All we've breaking. learned so far is that the new characters are good at drinking. Well, the orcs <laughs> are anyway. I mean, Oh, yeah. <laughs> They've got fortitude down. So, yeah, make that athletics check. Oh, boy. Let's see. Oh, oh. Yeah. having a hard time getting up the the rigging. Ooh. And a critical <laughs> success from Kovic Reinhold. Oh, my goodness. Uh, all right, oh. so, so. So I guess the relay at this point is neck and neck, right? <laughs> Uh, Sounds like it. I think the Kovic's going to be taking up some points here. So I'm taking the difference between these two scores, uh, which is astronomical. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so um, Team Honto was up eight. He's now down. (laughs) Oh, no, guys. I'm really sorry, B team. (laughs) All right, so it comes down. I can help you guys. It comes down to Bartleby versus Owlbear. <laughs> Sounds like oh, a Dickensian no. oh, matchup if I've ever heard one. Uh, fortitude saves. Owlbear virtually drinking. I imagine he's towering over oh. this tiny halfling. Oh, ooh, but Bartleby, Bartleby succeeds as well, so no, no negatives here. As you guys make those athletics checks. Oh, mm. man. Oh, oh, they are not doing great. Ooh. <laughs> How? <laughs> These are both successes. <laughs> I'm up there, gaining five additional seconds. Uh, Team Sharga wins. Yes. Uh, wow. Coming ahead, wow. 15 seconds uh, fully before Albert gets back down. He's he's clumsy in the rigging. He doesn't know what he's doing up there. He uh, thinks yeah. he's people. So that means Sharga, Kovic, and Bartleby. That was really close. I'm actually kind of surprised. It really wasn't that close. <laughs> Apparently, Kovic is just like the best. <laughs> best uh, rigger. Ko- Kovic just, you know, he gives a big, he gives a big flex, maybe like, <laughs> just flexes his traps and his arms. He's, he's just got all sorts of, you know, tattoos and, and muscles coming out. And, uh, very proud with a big cheer, but you know he, uh, 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 while boasting, he still 
make sure to shove a, you know, put a big hand on the competing teams and put another flagon of uh, ale or wine or whatever in front of them as well. So he's you a know, good I think Alaris would probably uh, 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 whisper to Cassius while uh, observing all of this that's going on and be like, this was secretly a job interview, wasn't it? You're just trying to figure <laughs> out who would be best positioned on the, on the crew. Very clever, Cassius. He looks over and he goes, it's a bit more fun than when we had to do it with out with uh <laughs> with, with whippings with, <laughs> <laughs> with our with our old captain isn't it more and it at least gives the crew some merriment and morale boost as well like. trust it's fun so. why, don't, why don't we make this into a a player drinking game as well oh man <laughs> I'm, I'm solidly without wine in front of me i was i was you know uh just a just a quick aside. I have cause to celebrate in real life today. Oh yeah, uh, and I I had a couple drinks, but I stopped before we started recording because I didn't want to be in my cups uh, <laughs> <laughs> while we're recording a show. So well, yeah. that's when that's when your dice become amazing. Is it? <laughs> as soon as that happens, oh, of course, of course. Yeah. Um, I did just roll a thirty on an athletics check. I mean. <laughs> That's that, that, that right there is cause for celebration. I feel like yeah, you guys oh, are all right. murdering some and, and, and Bartleby passed any athletics check ever. That's that's also cause for celebration. <laughs> yes, Candosa uh, really mucking it up for <laughs> really goofed team, that one, gang. Sorry, team old crew with that two on the athletics. Nah, I was just I, I let I was letting them win. I wanted to make sure that they all got to they got to you know. Like yeah, he you're just an officer. Like, it's for morale, right? Right, right, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here playing just like, I'm not trying to make everyone think that I'm the greatest. I want, to, I want them to feel self-confident, you know? That, that, that is actually, that works so well. Like, Honto, didn't, like, that doesn't even occur to him. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's the objective. I am I'm going, going to do win. it the best that I can, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In your face, new crew! Ow! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Just speaking of, their face. yeah, you know, making the new crew feel at home here. Yeah. Perhaps the only member uh, of the Vorsfang that doesn't seem super interested in participating participating in these games is one uh, Ozzy, um, who who seems to be uh, mostly keeping to himself, going through various trinkets. In, in their clawed hands. Specifically, yeah. he's uh, he's leaning up against the, the railing. Well, more like a post of the railing because the railing goes over his head a little bit. Um, just kind of watching. He's people watching. He's got a he's got a, a compass in his hand that he just kind of flips over, flips over, opens, closes, and he's just fidgeting. Mm -hmm. You could really use uh, a fidget cube. Uh, yeah, uh, Kendoso is going to uh, sort of saunter over while. Uh, while Albert and Bartleby are sort of completing their their final uh, uh, run down the the rigging, and they'll sidle over and say, "It's fun. You should try it next time." Uh, maybe. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. The last crew I was with, this is it's a bit of a change of pace. Oh. It's going to be a. There's going to be an adjustment period, I think. I understand that. This is certainly a different sort of crew atmosphere than my previous crew as well. 
Mm -hmm. And Candosa sort of notices the, the charms hanging there and says, I see you holding those a lot. What are those? Oh, well, uh, it's a long story. Uh, essentially, I am on a search. Uh, mm. A quest, yes, of course, good. Not, nothing specific, but sometimes my search gets me in trouble, and I have found that the gods and their capricious nature uh, sometimes don't listen. So I bring them all with me. I see. This, uh, they ever bail you out? Just did. <laughs> I suppose so. Let me give you a bit of advice, Odyssey. As you've noted, they are capricious, and what really matters in this world is having someone you can depend on. I sort of indicate the, uh, the crew members around me, I say. They're not all the most competent bunch, but I think these are people that can, that I can depend on. And, uh, I might suggest to you that you find another, another one to, uh, to worship. Perhaps one who you know exactly what you're going to get from him. You're drunk. And, what's that? You're drunk. I'm a, that's not why I'm saying this. I'm not as thing as you drunk I be, I am. Yar. So Candosa will indeed point out over the railing and uh, indicate off in the distance, sort of way far away, the massive storm that's known as the Eye of Abendego, which I believe is, is, is like so super massive you can sort of see it from hundreds of miles away. Um, let's see. Now that right there. That's a real god. It's a big storm. You should put that on your wrist. Pray to it. Um, I'll do my best. Mm. It was a good chat. You have any? You have any interest in this next thing? I hear it's uh, right up your alley. We'll uh -huh. see what it is. <laughs> you see, <laughs> I think maybe you see. Cassius is getting up to try to explain the second game, and he goes to stand up on a wine barrel, but he kind of slips at one point, and he just decides <laughs> sitting on the wine barrel's fine. Um, He's going to turn around backwards and turn his cap back around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but... Listen, kids, I know you think Grog is cool. <laughs> <laughs> but he, uh, they produce, you know, maybe a, uh, a small anchor... And I was thinking we could do an anchor throw competition. Oh, the old anchor toss. Candoso nudges Ozzy. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is twice my size. It's perfect, right? It's perfect. <laughs> All about leverage. <laughs> yeah. So once again, Sharga is definitely signing up for this one. Mm -hmm. Alaris is not. She is standing by as first mate just to observe, you know. That's that's what she's there for. Yeah. Is Kovic uh, ready to show off again? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Kovic would would probably participate for sure. 
is Candosa going to embarrass the <laughs> the uh, the hierarchy, the upper echelon of the Tidebreaker? Uh, no, I think he's gone off, and he's now he's uh, harassing Ratline Ratsburger, telling him that he should name his name to Mouse Time Mouse Mouse Hot Dog or something. <laughs> mouse Time Mouse Hot Dog. John this Jape looks on un- <laughs> disapprovingly. <laughs> I'm the only one with a ridiculous name on this I, vessel. I just love I love the idea of Candozo going around trying to give people cool nicknames and just not <laughs> nobody's having it. Everyone's like, oh man. Uh, I don't want here to he goes stuck again. with any of his ideas. We shouldn't we should never have let him play that drinking relay race. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> uh what about Honto? Does Honto want to give it a try? Uh, I think he would tag in Mahim, you know, since he is a Naga Slayer. <gasps> Mahim! I get to roll! Alright! <laughs> yeah. I figure, All right. uh... <clears throat> yeah, Mahim definitely, definitely get in there. I don't know if uh, Rosie wants to try as well. I think we She's got four here. Uh, so, how did you envision this going, Tyler? Uh, so I figure, you know, uh, each each distance in feet would be a certain you know dc to to try to actually make the throw as far as possible and then you know to throw it kind of straight on your on your on your best trajectory would kind of be like a ranged attack with an ac of like 19 or something and then if you were off you know if you were lower than that you would be throwing it more to the side and and get less distance I got some numbers written up here. Uh, let's uh, let's give it a try. Yeah, because we there are. Uh, <clears throat> did we want to do just like a? Or did I say a strength check for the? Yeah. Toss strength yeah. check for distance, and then I'm going to subtract from that if uh, how how bad you okay. miss the Since- mark. Yeah, Kovic's feeling extra confident due to the relay, but he's also maybe had a few more wines, so we'll see how he goes here. Yeah, make that strength trick first. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) Eight on the dice. It falls right at your feet, almost. (laughs) Goes goes like a few chains lengths, perhaps. Yeah, it slips. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I I would say don't even bother with the second roll. Uh, What about... What about Owlbear? Oh, is Owlbear playing? Yeah, sure. Yeah, right. why not? He's got to redeem himself. Just a strength check? So yep. Let's start with strength, yeah. 15. Okay. So a lot better. And make a ranged attack roll. Just kind of base ranged. I do not know how to do that. Uh, dex plus, you know. Yes. Yeah. A d20. I'll do d20. a d20. Let's see. I'll kind of give us an idea. Well, that's only a five, and his dex mod is only a one. All right. So it goes not, off the side of the ship. <laughs> not very <laughs> accurate at all here, but uh, he, uh, you know, you're trying to hit it, like, down a straight line. He goes, like, way askew. Uh, still further than Kovic. Um, what a Oh, let's, let's go for Mahim. Mahim, not super strong. Ooh, also yeah. Yeah, almost right at his feet here. Uh, what about Sharga? Has Sharga got a good strength bonus? It's the same as Owlbear's. <laughs> so. All right, let's see. Oh, no, she did better. Oh, 16. 16 and you make can that throw straighter. ranged attack. 
again and her dex is also one and yes. she also rolled a five unbelievable <laughs> but because you you beat owl bear by one uh that's like the equivalent of two chains lengths uh they, they don't fly very far they're like you know 10 15 feet but uh a few chains lengths here and there will do it that's a that's a sharga win wow Ooh, excellent sharga is getting a quarter extra treasure at the next payout if we're doing these in eighth shares yeah um awesome uh owlbear is looking pretty beat up a little uh maybe uh unhappy that all these new crew members are perhaps uh stronger uh more more agile than he he goes and and drowns his his sorrows in a cup yeah and alaris sees this and uh she's going to go over to comfort poor owlbear a little bit <laughs> you'll get him next time buddy <laughs> uh she'll walk over and and say hey hey owlbear great job saving that crew they needed you and you were there you put yourself in harm's way <laughs> And you ventured into a burning ship for the sake of other people and in loyalty to your captain, too. I am so proud of you, Owl Bear. If I knew they were going to be showing me up this whole time, I maybe would have left them in the hold. No, 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 no. You are making great progress. I mean, maybe you'll learn something new by uh, sparring with these crewmates. Uh, you know, some friendly sparring, friendly fighting that might uh, teach both you and them some some uh, really valuable lessons about fighting before we're up against something more sinister which i'm sure is right around the corner oh yeah are you giving me permission to start back up some 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 brawls as long as you don't hurt anybody owlbear but yes i think that it would be good for you to to practice fighting uh with with your friends and comrades here on the ship bruises and cauliflower ears will heal up well, but I I, I think I've got to take some of these new crew down a peg, lest they think about revolting like you all did. Well, I mean, if, if you're going to do that, we'll take you down a peg, so watch your back, okay? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry, Miss Iris. <laughs> please, don't, <laughs> please don't punch me again. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, I think this is this is permission to start up the below deck fight clubs, which your oh, characters no. are not a part of. It's only what the in <laughs> because hey. nobody talks about it. Nobody talks yeah. about fight clubs. We're not cool enough to get invited to that sort of no. thing. <laughs> no. Uh, maybe on to the next event. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about fighting no more. What's yes. the next one? So. You know, maybe Cassius grabs a few of the more um, quick of tongue individuals, like like Rosie or uh, uh, Bartleby or uh, you know Sandara. Even I don't know. Maybe Sandara. Alaris can and try. I have diplomacy, but I do not have performance. So that's okay. I mean, I imagine you would use whichever is like the highest, or maybe you even get your roll performance for a bonus. I don't know. Uh, and <clears throat> he will announce a flighting contest, a contest of wits and insults, where uh, we 
where I opponents can, insults. can trade, uh, you know, insult and rhyme at one another. To and uh, to the victor is the, the victor is the one with the best rhymes and most damaging insults. Um. So who who do you think would step up? I will say I'm having flashbacks to our uh, Cosmic Crit Christmas yeah. special uh, <laughs> and rethinking my uh, uh, decision to volunteer Alaris to be a part of this. <laughs> uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think Bartleby is, uh, has had just one enough drinks at this point that uh, he's willing to... He slams down his cup and says, All right, I'll, I'll take you... I'll, show you what for i'll give you bee stings with my insults and the only person that cassius forbids for participating is jack scrimshaw no <laughs> what's this all then <laughs> he's, he's pulling out his his uh his little black book of insults it's like whoa <laughs> because <laughs> they're like they're not ready they're not ready jack <laughs> next time next time we celebrate <laughs> yeah, the last time we did this, you were way too mean. <laughs> yeah. we, lost, we lost two crew members to Jock's insults last time we participated. <laughs> Can't be having that again. I think uh, uh, seeing Bartleby uh, going up, uh, Oz, his uh, crewmate on the former ship, will just kind of like shield his eyes and look away a little bit, just like, uh... <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe Cassius will stand up and give a. a an example of and and just to the crew as as because he doesn't want to participate in any of this, but he does like to flap jaw, uh, and so he says, um, "My wit and rhyme match even a god, while your words are as slow as a drunk old cod's. I can pierce the heavens with me sword and axe, and when I fight, I leave my enemies in massive stacks." Thank you. <laughs> and he like, he's like, now. Well, you gotta make a make a roll for that. See how. Oh right. How and well then, people like it. So are we talking performance here or? Uh, I think diplomacy. I think Cassius will just do diplomacy. Is this is a <clears throat> the closest enough thing? And it's his better better stat. Oh, but he's he's so. Do I have a book reroll? <laughs> you have an episode reroll. Or a re an episode reroll. I'm going to use my episode <coughs> reroll yeah. on that. I can't have my captain rolling a four on his best skill. That's better. That's better. I've rolled a twelve. That's a twenty-one. Yeah, so. a little better. I'll say if you if you win this contest, uh, y you can have that hero point back. Um, but obviously, next up is. Mahim the Naga Killer, who's been oh, yes. <laughs> cultivating quite a cult of personality on board the Tidebreaker, <laughs> who says, Why, well, Captain, let me take a, a, a poke at you, if you will. My name is Mahim the Naga Killer. Uh, <laughs> and me wits as sharp, well, as this ship's old tiller. Captain, you're, you're as ugly as you are loud, and you're quite overly proud. With those clumsy feet, you're better suited to be a miller. Ah! <laughs> uh, I imagine like the banging of. Oh, 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 o
Oh. Deal with that, Cap. Excellent. In this campaign, it's going to be Mahim as captain, and you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> you, you shouldn't have let him keep steel killing. Did I ever tell you guys I killed a Naga? <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about that one time? Uh, what about, <laughs> one what time about I ran in and poked Bartleby. Him? Uh, Bartleby will sort of uh, stand up on the the barrel. He sort of looks around. He says, "Bahim is so tall that the captain tried to hang a sheet on him." And blow him down instead of on the mast. Unfortunately, the the dice are determined how well you do here. Oh, 15. <laughs> 15! There's some, like, some light clapping, and apparently you're getting a lot of looks from Rosie Cuswell, who's too drunk to realize how unattractive you are. <laughs> um, was there anyone else that wanted to take up the flighting? Or we leave it between the captain and Mahim. And bowing out. Alaris not doing any competitions? She no, doesn't want extra treasure? No. She's just going to use her observation skills to see how everyone's doing. She's taking notes for, for Captain Cassius. Yeah, the new crew is, is integrating pretty well. You don't see any um, any fights. Um, even some of the the rougher pirate crew that you inherited after killing off Plug and Master Scourge seem to be um, of better sorts these days. Your itchy toe Gregs and Arturo Treachers. Um, excellent. Well, the the competition, I think, uh, might end uh, with a, a bit of a draw between the captain and Mahim. Uh, I think we're just gonna have to. Uh, I don't. I don't want to roll off for it, or do like a another round. But I mean, um, Cassius can award it to Mahim. As, I mean, he's yeah. the captain. He already gets a double share, right? So he he uh, you know will maybe raise Mahim's hand, add another moniker to his ever growing list of of <laughs> nicknames, and. Um, you know, flighting Mahim, the Naka killer, and, uh, you know. And also the captain make fun of her. And <laughs> <laughs> um, you have uh, technically three more eighth shares to, to hand out. Is there anybody else you want to, to give these to or award extra? It doesn't have to be for the, the party tonight. It could be from outstanding service and things like that. I think we'll definitely give one to uh, who was on the team that helped secure the prisoners. Besides, like, I know there was Albear and Sandara. Uh, so, I think Rosie was in that. Rosie was, group. yeah. Mm -hmm. Rosie. So maybe, maybe those three right there? Yeah, that seems reasonable. Um... Or maybe instead, or or if not, Sandara, Albear, um, uh, Rat Albear, oh Ratline, right there as well. Yeah, maybe, uh, yeah. yeah. So maybe that. Um, I don't want to show too much love to my 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 officers. As that so, yeah, Sandara will will That's decline. Right. I forgot. I forgot she was an officer. So. <clears throat> um, excellent. 
I think you mean mouse time. No, mouse time, mouse no line. we're not calling hot dog mouse line. <laughs> His name is hot dog now. I got that one. <laughs> As the uh, everybody tell Drew his new name is Hot Dog. <laughs> as the festivities are, are winding down for the night, as you guys have gone through these these games, where there there are other uh, interactions here between some of these new and old crew we wanted to talk about. Uh, I know Cassius would at some point walk up to Bartleby mm. and maybe say like, "Bartleby, I I can't help but but see or." your figure and wonder how you ever got aboard a pirate ship that was attacked by a, a chelish pirate hunter what what's your story mate why why are you sailing these seas captain i wish i knew it's uh it's all just a it's all just a mixed up it wasn't supposed to be like this uh, i uh uh I mean, one thing I'm, I'm leaving the, the the cloister in West Crown, and the next thing you know, you're on a ship, and then, uh, just just things get so mixed up so easy so quickly, uh, it's hard to keep track. Um, but it's a, uh, I guess, more generally, I'm here. I'm uh, seeking to find a new way to serve. Uh, the Lady of Graves. Uh, she she has seen fit to give me a calling outside of the cloister, it seems. And, well, it's not going great yet. Yet. Cassius hears this, and when you mention the Lady of, of Graves, he kind of maybe stiffens up a little bit from his drunken fluidity. And he says, you follow the Lady of Graves, then. That'd be interesting. Well, in a sense, we all follow the Lady of Graves. It's the only god you'll ever, that everyone will truly meet one day. Aye. You know, there have been a few times where I felt like I was going to meet her sooner rather than later. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's been your time just yet there's that. Perhaps she has other use for you. Cassius thinks about it and he says you know Bartleby we should talk about this more when when time permits but perhaps in the meantime there there is a role or a duty that would that would bring you comfort and and, and good days. Is there anything, any, anything I can help you with while we, while we sail the shackles? I think just in passing, uh, you see, you see the beheaded kobold pass behind Bartleby and he goes, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got, uh, I've got these calluses. These are pretty good for pulling ropes, you see. And I try to pull on like one rope and it just, it just, uh, like I accidentally like release something accidentally I was like uh, I gotta be honest with you I don't know very much about about pirating it's not really my thing I'm more like a more like an admin than so much more than a, a deckhand it's, uh, do you have any light clerical work I might do 
I, <laughs> Cassie's, I don't know if you know this, does not like clerical work. <laughs> so I feel, I feel like he's instantly enamored with Bartleby. Like, oh, I have found, <laughs> I have found the individual by which I can pass along some duties <laughs> that I do not wish to do. Um, um, because I'll you know, get my abacus. <laughs> exactly, because there are things that like the captain and the quartermaster have to do that are very mathematically technical, mm-hmm. and I don't think neither Candoso nor, as the quartermaster, nor Cassius as the captain are going to bring. Are, are, they're going to bring much happiness of doing so. So I feel like he maybe puts an arm on Bartleby's shoulders and and just says. Besmara sent you for a reason. Now that I know that. Let me show you something. <laughs> and uh, he maybe, you know, will will show you the 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 ledger and the uh, the logs, and you know maybe. Arby is looking at it's like the many inches of filing that has to get done, and he's just sort of counting up like how many days he doesn't have to be on the top decks. And he's just <laughs> beaming with pride. There's like a pile of treasure on the left side that says incoming, and like the outgoing is completely <laughs> empty. It's just like, I'll just do it later. I gotta process all this treasure. There's like a massive jewel, and a note from Cassius is like, Two gold, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Two he gold, has, appraise later. Yeah, there's no appraisal skill in this edition, but I imagine Cassius still sucks <laughs> if there was one. Be a lore skill. Mm. Oh, he definitely does. Yeah, he has none of that. So I imagine he, he, leaves you, <laughs> he leaves you to that work and walks out into the open sea air and takes a deep breath and is like, Oh, I made the right decision. <laughs> um, great. What about uh, Honto? Uh, you've been fairly quiet uh, throughout the festivities, besides showing off your prowess in front of some of this new crew. Are you, are you targeting anyone and uh, enchanting them up? I think he probably got a little bit of ribbing for, for being such a tryhard with the new crew, and he's just been being a little bit more low-key. So, acting <laughs> as himself, essentially. Um, but... Um, Quiet and intimidating. <laughs> yeah, with his uh, really high intimidation check. Moving on. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, he, he'll just kind of be uh, uh, hanging out by the uh, the the, fo- the stern the stern castle. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> However that's pronounced. Uh, leaning over the uh, uh, railing uh, with a with a mug of wine, just kind of very slowly drinking it and just staring out at the water, seeing if he can uh, see or hear anything. But uh, maybe at some point he'll catch uh, Kovic's glance and just kind of give him the upwards nod uh, respectfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kovic would stop and give you like a warrior's nod as well. Mm-hmm. That's kind of something they both recognize Skill recognizes skill, Honto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah game recognizes game. <laughs> exactly. It's that. It's that kind of feeling. It's like, yeah, we both know why. Who the best person on each team was? Like, <laughs> we're aware. <laughs> no one needs to say it. No one needs to say it. <laughs> yeah. In fact, in fact, unless he's spoken to, uh, uh, really, just uh, the the 
the look he gives uh, Kovic and the the, the nod, uh, the the kind of sizing up, uh, in in a way, just communicates that he knows who he can count on to to uh, back him up if things come to a physical fight. Just from the display of athleticism he saw today. And two levels lower. I know. What what luck? So <laughs> what, what blind luck? <laughs> Um, yeah. Well, we've, you've got new crew integrated, and now they feel like old crew. As soon as you get a, a new pirate crew member, they're going to be like ribbing them and putting them through the same games and things, I'm sure, here on the Tidebreaker. Um, the, the real test, of course, of, of a crew is, is putting you through the fires of, of battle. As the next day, as uh, the sun is directly overhead up in the crow's nest, you hear Jack Scrimshaw exclaiming, Oh, we've got sails on the horizon, making their way south! And all at once, the ship, the Tidebreaker, is a flurry of activity as the sails are brought down and uh, you make for an intercept course. Uh, after about half hour, you get another report from from Jack Scrimshaw, who will who will come down and uh, report to you directly, Captain Cassius, and says, uh, "Boy, they look to be running a Ramadumi Legionnaire flag. They are." Uh, Sandara Quinn will come up and and, and counsel you and, and say, "Well, if that ship is is half as large as the man's promise, it could still hold quite a bit of wealth. We might run into some resistance like we did back then, but." could be worth it if all is said and done we have some coin to show for it. It might be enough even to pay for the squibbing. Cassius mulls it over and he goes, Aye. Plus we have some new crew members whose blades and battle prowess need be tested before we take on such a difficult challenge as the fort. Let us make haste and catch up to our prize. It is uh, um, perhaps hours later as they, they catch you catching up with them. Uh, and by that time, the sun is kind of um, at their back uh, in the west, giving them a little bit of a advantage as you're, you're peering into uh, an, an, a sky of orange and pinks. And as you guys, yeah, make ready to take this other ship, get within uh, distance to where you can can board, uh, things go a little bit differently this time. Because uh, as soon as you close the distance, uh, you can see movement on the top deck of their ship. And it is Slippery Slide Lonicle who screams out, What? Why they've got... What? They've let loose a flyer they have! There's a flyer in route! I'm going to take us to a new map. At least they didn't let loose a floater. <laughs> Flyers are much better. <laughs> Alrighty, indeed, as uh, you guys get ready here, uh, make me a perception check and I'll tell you what you see flying across the ocean waves here. Now, would this be initiative type or just regular type? Um, 
Well, I'll say you still have about a round or so. If you want uh, to to roll initiative um, for this, you can. If you want to to make another um, roll as your initiative roll, you can I would like to crouch and try to hide. Yeah, go ahead. Um, and then let's see, Hanto and Candoso. If you either of you want to make a um, recall knowledge arcana or nature um, for I guess for free in this this first round here uh, you can to uh, tell you tell you what you're seeing out here oh boy what you get oh Hanto's eyes just shoot open and light pours out no uh, I, I rolled a, <laughs> I rolled a natural 20 uh, oh, 28 for nature well, both of you guys, I think, have heard tales of this mystical monster, monstrous uh, amalgamation um, having taken root in some different aisles here in the shackles. Part dragon, part lion with like a human face and often told a, a taste for, for humans and humanoids' flesh. Uh, and a, a large porcupine-like tail. Um, let me show you the, the art I've got here. Does anybody have a, a guess as to what this creature is? Manticore. manticore? Oh, yes. it's a classic, yeah. classic manticore coming at you guys. Uh, let's uh, throw you into the initiative turn order here and set about. So is this just the A team or is this B team as well? Or who's rolling initiative? Uh, you get you get to pick one. Okay. <laughs> I would, uh... I would, depending on how difficult this fight is, I'll definitely pick your main character. <laughs> <laughs> well, it mostly just because like, I hope this basically, I, I'm, you know, obviously I'm picking Cassius and I just hope it lands on the deck somehow because he doesn't have crap to throw. <laughs> Can he borrow Kovic's heavy crossbow? <laughs> no, but you have two um, uh, ballistae on board the Tidebreaker. Uh, maybe we'll use that. I, I would highly recommend using that. <laughs> this right, well, Cassius can take up one of those. If you don't have a you know, ranged option here. Okay, let me roll for this monster. Oh, that's what I just Very low. Um... <clears throat> So it, it starts by kind of lifting off the deck of this uh, enemy Ramadumi vessel and, and, and taking flight. But we are on to you first in the turn order. Um, Honto. Honto is rolled in first here. Hmm. Okay. And it's up in the, the, the air, right? Yeah, it's about, I would say, 50 feet up off the water so maybe 20 25 feet off the the top deck of the tidebreaker not really a lot i can do with that um do you want to take one of the ballistae ballista i don't think he would really know how to use one um unless I mean, it's aiming and, and hitting a button you've got crew members you got jack scrimshaw helping to to reload one of them and Maybe um, Rettel and Ratsberger on the other. Hmm. I could certainly give it a shot. What uh? What kind of roll are we looking at here? Uh, a ranged attack roll. Mm -hmm. 
technically have one. I do. Uh, I'll just use my spear throwing roll for this one. Mm-hmm. You know, something I've never ever done once in this game. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't know how to use this thing. Three on the <laughs> dice. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's definitely different from throwing a spear. There's a lot, uh, a lot more arc you need to get. So this one just splashes very low underneath this creature. And next in the turn order is Alaris. Question. I'm, gonna, I'm sorry. I should ask Hunter. Do you want to go to the the four um, part of the ship or the aft? There's there's one on each side. I think you would be on the uh, four side. Right, I'm gonna put you up here, Jack Scrimshaw. Oh, oh, good. Uh, can I go on the <laughs> aft? Can I change my mind? No, I'm just. <laughs> oh, how dare you, uh, Alaris? Sorry, question. All right, question. Can I faint from a distance? Yes, I'm okay. guessing. Is there? Let's look up what, uh, what faint conditions is. You are within melee. You are within melee reach of the opponent. You attempt to faint. So, mm. so no. Okay. Faint is only only that. Mm. All right. Well, um, let's see. Is there anything else I can do to try to flat foot it? Um, that distance. I, I it hasn't, hasn't acted. Seen. Does that make it flat footed, or no? Not at not in Okay. There's a chance I can actually make it flat-footed. Oh, so! Uh, so, so, Alaris and I have both, uh, both have a bonus to our initiative of 12. Uh, we both rolled a 6. We actually yes, have the exact tied. same initiative count. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I guess whoever wants to go first, did you have something in D that can flat-foot this thing? Uh, potentially, yeah. Um, I have a level 1 spell... Um, uh, called uh, Gust of Wind. Hmm. And so uh, I uh, can sort of uh, sort of gather uh, gather the the power of the air, airful elements, and the thunderous storm clouds, and I push it all in a column of air towards this thing. Oh, that could be nice. I'll I'll hold my turn until Candosa goes then. Yeah. And uh, so it is. Uh, sort of a 60-foot line, um, and it gets to make a saving throw. What's the DC? That's uh, so DC. I have exactly one DC. I should probably know it at all times. Uh, 20. 20. And it's a reflex? Uh, fortitude. 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 Uh, fortitude is its best. Oh, no. It has rolled a success. Okay, so it, success. Okay, so on a success, unfortunately, it is not um, uh, not knocked prone, and so therefore not flat-footed. Um, but it cannot move against the wind. Oh. So you're pushing it back from from where it stands. Ooh, excellent, uh, uh, Alaris. On to you. Is that all you're gonna do? That's, yeah, I mean, I might, like, put up a shield or something. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah let's, say, let's say I put up a shield in my third action. Yeah, I really wish that there were something I could do from a distance. It seems like I should be able to, because sneak attack applies to ranged attacks. But anyway. Um... Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you wanted to um, 
stealth as your your skill here, right? Oh, uh, that's true. That's true. I did use <clears throat> stealth for my initiative, which gives me what's it called? Uh, surprise attack. Which yeah. means that they are flat-footed to me. Yay! What's right. what's the range? Is is there a specific range you have to be? All it says is you spring into combat faster than foes can react. On the first round of combat, if you roll deception or stealth for initiatives, creatures that haven't acted are flat-footed to you. That's nice. Uh, range attacks used to be in the first session, I think, 30 feet minimum, which is kind of hard sometimes, but uh, you're... Um, you're about there. It's like 35 feet on the diagonal. Um, go ahead and make that first stack, and, and it is it is unawares from this first one. Right. This is just my lame crossbow, but mm-hmm. that is only a 17 against flat-footed. Uh, that is a miss. Ooh, no. unfortunately. Oh, no. Uh, she is going to reload that, and... I guess try again, because what else am I going to do? I mean, sure. with it being far, far away. Oh, that's another 17. <laughs> oh, well, it would have been for one. one <laughs> uh, yikes. Okay, so we are moving actually on to its turn. Um, Joy. Yeah, he's going to uh, not moving forward. It's going to send a... Uh, a volley of spikes down at the deck to a couple of different creatures. And we've got Cassius, Candoso, and Alaris. I'm going to roll and see who's not getting hit by one of these. Oh, uh, this makes sense. Cassius, who hasn't done anything to it. Alaris and Candoso are getting spiked with a couple of ranged attacks. And we're right within its range increment. So let me make these attacks first against Alaris. Uh, that is going to be a hit. And second against Candoso. Candoso, sh- uh, your shielded AC is 21. Uh, yes, that's right. Okay. This only counts as one strike for the Manticore's multiple attack penalty. It's a special ability that it can use. So, <clears throat> unfortunately, these are both hits. And I'm going to use a shield block reaction to try to reduce some of that damage. Oh, oh I definitely, definitely would. I mean, I, I would have used Nimble Dodge. I probably should have said that. That's okay. It will still hit because this guy is piercing through armor, clothing, and these massive quills, you know, arm's length, uh, two or three feet, come crashing down into the deck, pinning you. Um, bodily, perhaps even like a hand or a leg, to the deck itself. And, of course, doing some damage. So first against Alaris. Eight points of damage and six points for Candoso. Though your shield takes a good amount of that. Yeah, it'll soak up three of that. So. Let's see. So then are we uh, in the lines as well? Correct, yes. Um, you'll have Quick to... question. Mm-hmm. Does the wind that Jabert put against it not affect its ability to use ranged attacks against that wind? It's got to be like hurricane um, kind of winds before they start 
major penalties uh, against ranged attacks. Okay, so it's really just it can't move against it necessarily. But... Unless the same thing in the spell says so. So, so it, it doesn't really list anything really mechanical. Um, right. But it does say uh, <clears throat> extinguishes non-magical fires, disperses fog and mist, blows objects of light bulb or less around, and pushes larger objects. So that's sort of the most it sort of says about that. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. that, that's that's like a storm wind will do that. Um, okay, but that is uh, its turn. No, you can, well, you can just keep throwing spikes. You can't do that um, ability again, but let's, uh, let's send another one. Hmm. Actually, let's send one towards Hanta. We're outside of range here, but... 14 on the dice. What is Honto's armor class right now? 21. Okay, so this one is counting as its second attack. And we are outside the range increments. Just a hit, actually, against 21 with 14 on the dice. So a spike coming to you, too, for... Seven points of piercing damage, uh, pinning yeah. you perhaps to the ballistae. And yeah, then it's just going to kind of hover in place for its last action here as we go on to Cassius Vell. Uh, Cassius will move to the aft of the ship to try to shoot it with something bigger than what he has, which are tiny throwing knives that he can't throw that far. Mm-hmm. Moving to the other ballistae. Yeah, Ichito, Greg back here with rat line reloading things for you. Alright. Then we'll aim and fire. I will just use this is just like using a thrown weapon you said or a range weapon? Yep. Okay. I'll just uh, roll a hatchet I guess because I don't get any These don't happen to be uh, bal- <laughs> uh, ballista of striking, right? Not plus one ballista <laughs> with striking ones on them. Oh no, unfortunately. You just roll a d20, I can tell you. How close we're getting here. Yeah. Does a 21 hit? A 21 is not going to be enough, no. Uh, this one might get closest wow. to any of them, but is going to indeed bounce off of this guy's hide. Um, cool. Round two, Honto, back to you. Yeah, so let's see. Scoreboard so far. Uh, us, zero. <laughs> a big fat zero. I don't think it's taken any damage. Correct? It has not taken a single lick of damage. Um mm. Gosh, and it's still 50 feet up? About 25 feet from the deck. Oh, 25 feet now. Yeah, so. Okay. Oh, I see. I, sorry, I, I thought I thought it was 25 feet up and then 30 feet away. It's 25 feet from your level. Sorry. So then what's the distance, like, uh, a direct line distance? From you, about 35 feet. That puts it. That puts it just out of range of like all my spells. So, <laughs> of course. 
Uh, the, the the one spell that was in range was gust of wind. Hey, we had the we had the one uh, we had the setup uh, for the arc. Like Candoso did poorly with with climbing. Now he can climb the rigging and prove that he really can do it. Just so he can get within range to cast his magic, right? <laughs> That's how you get a payoff in a storyline. Anyway, um, jeez. Uh, so I guess what what number of actions does it take to fire this? Can I fire this ballista at this angle? Uh, you can make a couple of a uh, attacks with it as uh, Jack Scrimshaw and uh, Ambrose Croup can reload within um, the round once for you. And they can like ready the reaction to one of them pulls out, you know, some internal mechanics and resets it and the other sets the, the arrow. Um. Are either of them looking at Honto like, what are you doing? I can shoot this better. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jack Scrimshaw definitely doesn't. He's like, you can do it, Mr. Honto. <laughs> you got it. As <laughs> where them, 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 uh, them Roxy Luxies comes out, is what I say. Give it another go. scowl a little bit from that one um all right let's uh let's go ahead and try again i guess let's uh poof it's a 14. a uh, five on the dice not gonna do no and i mean i could shoot second a second attack time. second attack nine yeah oh. no this this ain't happening three on the dice three on the this, dice this crew is not really <sighs> equipped for range hilarious onto you or our most ranged character. Yeah. Um. Well, actually, I was going to ask if Sharga could possibly come and help us out because she happens to have a grappling hook. Would that be helpful? She's gonna die in one hit. <laughs> no, no, none of these these level two characters against uh, okay. this kind of fight. All right. All right. Uh. Yeah. The. I mean, I don't know what to do other than use a crossbow. Um. I mean, that's all. If that's what you got. That's what you got. That's all I got. Yep. I, I just wish that there was something I could do to make it more effective. Um, but. Uh, I don't think there's herring fire in this game. So I guess I, 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 I skipped. You guys did roll a couple of um, recall knowledges about them. Is, is there anything you guys want to know about this this beast, about Manticores? Is there anything we can say to make it just give up and go somewhere else? Does it have a kill phrase? Yeah. <laughs> um, Show me the money. I mean, I guess I would ask, like, what kind of special attacks we need to look out for, but I think we've already seen it. Oh, it's got that spike volley you know about for show. Yeah, anything else uh, that we should be aware of in case it, decide, it deigns to come down to the deck? Um, well, I, I will say a lot of your guys' capabilities are are language based and um, most will speak common as, as their main language. So, I mean, it's not outside the realm of possibility of um, intimidating or um, I think we had a, a talk in the Discord about those kind of things. Uh, what, what does Alaris want to do right now, though? <clears throat> uh, technically, I think I would be after Kendoso. Does that matter? Oh, right. Let's reset that. Candoso, uh, none of your spells reach. What do you want to do? Well, I mean, I, I do have hydraulic push, but that pushes it further away. <laughs> right. Which is not necessarily what I want. 
because it seems like it's got plenty of reach. Actually, I think I might make some some random rolls for for arrows and rocks being tossed by the the crew of the ship as well. Um, and of course, if any of these hit, it's going to be on a natural twenty, and it's going to be Mahim taking the credit. Yeah. Please burn a twelve. Oh. <laughs> Not a single hit <laughs> from the entire crew. <laughs> As they're just lobbing all kinds of trash, uh, small small bows and arrows, crossbow bolts. <laughs> Cassius is, yeah, <clears throat> Cassius is two rounds away from being like, sail away, lads. <laughs> this one's too. We need to grind a few levels and then come back. Yeah. Um. I'm just wondering if I can. One second. Are we currently pinned down? Yeah, we're, we're also, we're, we're also uh, pinned to the, the deck. Oh, that's right. Hanto is pinned to the deck as well. A little less serious for him as it's a an athletics check to remove it. Um, but it's pretty high athletics DC for non-athletic creatures or players. Um, okay. I am going to see if I can uh, draw it in. Uh, hmm. I'm going to uh, move over here a little bit further. Um, oh, you're you're immobilized. Oh, right. Sorry. Right. That's right. I'm, I can't move anymore. Um. Yeah, I'm just going to. I'm going to call out. I'm like. I'm going to call out. Get in the mist. And uh, uh, <laughs> cast obscuring mist. Uh, draw, draw the outlines of where you'd like it. The ship. Sure. <clears throat> and we'll go on to Alaris next. Uh, can I taunt it to try to get it to come toward the ship? Is taunt a uh, intimidation, maybe? Which is, is very, very bad for me, but. Pretty good diplomacy or deception. Could I deceive it somehow? Offer it a sandwich. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure how you might convince this thing. Uh, uh, what What do you have in mind? What would you like to roll? Uh, deception, if possible. She's not very intimidating. Um, but maybe she would call out uh, to the manticore and say, I hear your kind like like to eat parrots. We've got a parrot here. Would you like a parrot? <laughs> <laughs> it's taunt, not offer a dinner. Hilarious. I'm not gonna, I, I, he's, he's under, under deck. Like he can't see us because of the obscuring mist. And, but I, I don't know how to, taunt people except to offer them food so apparently I think, I think if you want to use deception you can try and create a diversion okay. that might focus attention your way okay. <laughs> um, into the mist um, oh maybe I will uh, tell the parrot what's his name Rotgut uh, to, to fly up next to the sail in a taunting way you're crazy. 
<laughs> Why don't you? Well, I mean, that, that's a whole different skill uh, <laughs> tree of like nature if you want to do that. But uh, why don't you make a deception check? This is against the perception DC of the Manticore. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, that's good. Cool. Natural one on the dice. <laughs> good. Oh. Uh, we, we, we spent a lot of time looking that up for a reason. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the story of Alaris's life. Um, <laughs> that's uh, one action. <laughs> um, she is going to try to stand up with an athletics check. Oh, you're not, right? not, you're not pro, not, not prone. You are um, pinned to the deck here. And I can't get out of that with athletics. Just immobilize. No, it's, it's athletics to do, but you're you're not on the ground. But make a flick check. It's a 19. That's not gonna be enough, unfortunately. Oh, no. 13 little dice. <laughs> you're so, <laughs> third action. Um. Even though I'm immobilized, I can take a shot with my crossbow, right? But I haven't reloaded, have I? Don't think so. So I guess I'll reload my crossbow. Okay, back to its turn. And no one's really done any damage to it this turn so far. So I think we'll send our volley against Ponto and Cassius. Like whipping around in the air, sending these two spikes to the two different sides of the ship. Uh, Honto and Cassius in that order. Okay, Honto, it's a big miss. Uh, and Cassius, that is a huge hit. Um, what's your armor class? 22 right now. Not a critical hit, but a hit nonetheless. And you guys are each taking seven points of piercing damage, uh, pinning you to your machines. <clears throat> I thought I thought you said that it missed Ponto. Oh yeah, no, just just uh, Cassius. Sorry. Okay. Oh yeah, but you're still pinned. Um, and then I'm gonna do a couple more tail spikes against Alaris and Kendoso in the fog. Um, these will have a. Is it 20%? Yeah, so it's a flat check of five. All right, let so me make these two. Roll one, two, three, four. Two flat checks. <coughs> oh boy, Candoso's misses <laughs> because of the fog. Uh, faux show. Oh, 16 on the second attack against Alaris is going to be a hit. For nine points of damage. Um, that's its turn. Cassius, back to you. Right, well, let's start with trying to shoot the stupid machine. I mean, to be honest, I even accidentally cheated a little bit and gave myself a higher bonus than I'm supposed to after I looked it up. So I've got to roll really well to hit this thing, apparently. Alrighty. But let's try. Oh, that's, nope, that's a miss. Six on I the mean, dice. I don't even think taking a second attack is worth it. Let's try to get unimplemented. Uh, un uh, you can have your hero point back from when you tied with Mahim. Uh, okay, sure. If Let's you do that. want to use it. I do. We need to like... You need to roll know. above a 10. We need to, uh, that would be excellent. What a what a Vundabar thought. I did roll above a 10. Hero point. Son of a blanket. 
Okay, oh, that's a 16. No. I improved by one. No. Uh, you okay. have a chance to make another attack at the end of your turn here. I mean, there's no way. I mean, what a Hail Mary shot. But, okay, let's... I'm going to do this. I'm going to try to become... I'm going to try to fix the, immobili the immobilized problem first. Sure. If I succeed in that, and I don't really have a use for the third action, maybe I'll shoot. Does a 14 unstable. Oh, no. Then we're going to try twice. Yeah, another attack. Unbelievable. Oh, no. oh, you Un want to try to unstick Literally believable. <laughs> you I mean, it wouldn't matter either way. Three sixes and one seven this turn. Oh, just, boy. The odds. The odds of that. Just just the best. I'm just Turn so good. three, Honto. We're back to you. I'm sorry, Honto. You, you probably could have had a, a chance in... in shooting last turn to unstick yourself. Want to go ahead and make that athletics check? Give me a, give me a, a retroactive athletics attempt. I, yeah, I don't think you use all three actions. Right? I think Patrick is feeling pity for us. I Folks. just want to, I want to see one of you succeed at a, a, yeah, a skill no. check. Patrick's getting scared. <laughs> nope. 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 Wow. Alright, take your turn, sir. That is hilarious. Okay, uh, so... Looking at this situation, uh, are there like are there any like arms on the deck? Like, are there like javelins or anything like that? No, no. Maybe maybe some sailors have like you know a spear or something on their back. Sharga has some. Uh, would Sharga be present so I could so Hunter could ask her for some javelins? Yeah, everyone top deck right now. Uh, I think yeah he would uh he would uh, uh looking around he'll he'll uh point at the gun and tell the two people who have been reloading it for him like take over and he's gonna uh, try to I guess get free again first. <laughs> Dear Lord, this is this is pathetic. Oh no, dude, it's just worse and worse rolls from from here on out, and also. Very few above a ten. Yikes! Uh, not gonna yep. do. You are still stuck to this thing. I still have uh, a third action technically. Just rolled athletics three times. Yeah, the first one was the one that you gave me for the oh. last. Oh, oh, good point. Yeah, no, no, go right ahead. Oh my god. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> show's over, sucks. folks. <laughs> you guys are stuck to the deck for the rest of the campaign. Candoso, uh, wow. onto you. Um, you. You got a spike whiz by your ear last round, saved just by that fog. Can't remember if there's a total defense or if there's a something like that in second edition. I think so. Yeah, there is. Uh, Going into defensive mode. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's just, I mean, there's just nothing to do. So. Can uh, you ready a pure... magic spell? Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Um, okay. Yeah, you could. I mean, take cover would work. Does readying uh, still make you eat as much as it does in first edition? <laughs> oh, no. calm down. <laughs> I mean, readying is too. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for the editing opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it was my. I was under the impression we swore on this podcast. 
<laughs> we do piratey swears, not hurt, hurt feeling swears. <laughs> you can't, you can't say sh in anger. Uh, Killer. Sorry. <laughs> single action or free action? Okay, so no, I can't. You can't really ready a spell unless it's a, a spell that's a single action. So yeah, take cover is an option here. Plus four circumstance bonus to AC. Uh, no, so that's probably just regular cover then. So what, what was that? Plus two? Do we have cannons on this boat? No. <laughs> Can cannons in Pathfinder are, would be like god. They're god tier. They're unbelievable, unstoppable forces. I see. Okay. We might want to consider getting one of those. <laughs> oh, okay, so, well, so maybe when we're level 20. So taking cover improves your cover to to greater cover. So that means you get a plus four circumstance bonus to AC. So yeah, yeah. I love that if you want to just kind of like duck down beside the railing here. Uh, yeah, that's one action. I guess another action, I'm going to ready a shield. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All the defense. On to you. So guys, uh, please don't hate me, but I have good news and I have bad news. Oh Which boy. one do you want first? I want the bad news first. I want bad the good news. news. Let's get both at the same time. <laughs> the bad news is my uh, character sheet was improperly set up and my crossbow macro was wrong. The good news is Alaris has found renewed strength with her crossbow use. <laughs> oh, the, the great news is she really should have been the one on the ballista this entire time. Um, yeah, I was supposed to have hit on both of those crossbow shots in my last, or in two turns ago. Oh, it, it's just plus four. You weren't adding your proficiency bonus. I wasn't adding, I, I didn't have trained checked, so it should be plus oh. 10, not plus four. Okay, so. well, you'll be a lot better now. <laughs> so. now? Yeah. Uh, well, no, let's go back if that's the case. Yeah, I didn't notice. Your old 217s that were supposed to be what? They should be five higher than they uh, are. Yeah. Six higher, right? Yeah, six higher. If Patrick is going back and letting us retroactively change things, you know he's sweating. <laughs> well, no, I, 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 the dice speak for themselves. We have to follow the will of the dice. Uh, those are two hits. This is before... Oh, was this before the mist was called in or not? This would have been probably right after the mist was called in. Yeah. Well, then you have to make two flat DC5 checks first. All right. chances. I, I follow the rules here. I'm not painting okay. you. Anymore. Oh, oh boy! Eighteen, seventeen. Uh, roll damage for these. All right. So uh, that's six damage altogether from my previous rolls. Oh, that's it. Okay. Yes. I'm... So, so, so do you get? Uh, is there any? Is there any benefit from her being concealed from it, or is that? Does that? Does being concealed trigger your sneak attack? I think so. Let's go here to your turn this turn uh what would you like to do alaris all right um well i have my handy dandy crossbow prepped and ready to go so i guess i'll take a shot with that i just don't know what else to do i feel like right. my hands are I mean, I, if you were that good at shooting things i would try to get unstuck and get on the massive bolt shooting object <clears throat> 19 on the dice, or 9 on the dice is going to be a miss. Uh, 19 total. All right, Just real quick, I will when, 
When Rebecca said handy dandy crossbow, did anyone else get a mental image of Steve from Blue Clues yeah, pulling out a crossbow from behind his back? <laughs> Let's Let me kill get my handy dandy crossbow. Let's kill a manteco. <laughs> Let's send this manteco straight down to Abaddon. Um, all, right. all right, I will try to get free from uh, the deck of the ship with another athletics check. Oh my That's a 19. Not gonna do it. All right, all right, listeners, the the sheer amount of athletics 19 checks that we have seen. Now, now absurd. the GM is taking pity on you as Owlbear Harshorn's gonna come up and <laughs> find free hilarious. Yay! Owlbear wins! And uh, all of you also. He's gonna get a 19, I swear it's gonna happen. <laughs> you can make a, 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 a plus five roll right now as, oh. as your pirate crew are gonna try and take, take you out, take, take the spikes out. All so, right. Just. Oh no. Again, so, so in the case of Honto, this means that this is literally. A plus 16 to whatever I roll. <laughs> yeah, Jack Scrimshaw and Fish Guts Croup are like, we got this. You oh, rolled a one. Look, you look, rolled look, a look, one. look, 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 look. <laughs> but a one. <laughs> so so, so, so they're, they're trying to release all of us. That's what you're saying? Yeah. We make, 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 a, make one as well. Oh, my God. <laughs> but you rolled the four on the dice, so no. And Rhett look Lund, at this. Look at this. <laughs> Cassius is free. Beef Captain, uh, come and help us, please. I wasted a natural 20 that I would have used to shoot the creature on athletics. Yep. Uh, well, guess what? It's uh, it's going to spend a couple of actions here. Uh, flying into the deck. Flying on down to Ground Pound Town. I think it's going to fly right behind a Candoso Laris going after Laris with a swipe of its massive claws. And first let me roll for the mist. Alright, and the attack roll. 12 on the attack. Uh, that is a hands A lot more damage in this thing in melee. This is what you guys wanted. No. This is what you wanted. 14 yeah, a... points of slashing damage, oh, Rebecca, and... Classic monster tactic. Well, this tactic seems to be working. Let's change tactics. <laughs> Cassius, we're on to you. You're free now. Salty about it. <laughs> let's, uh... Great, it's in the mist, which doesn't help me at all. Okay, let's start moving towards it. And... We decided it does speak our language, so I'm going to insult its stripes pattern. How dare you, sir? With a bomb they're, they're traditionally very defensive about their patterning. You monster. Oh my literal <laughs> god. This one has no care is, for its coloration. That is, that is so bad that I actually take the negatives that would have gone to you. Oh, Good. No. You deserve that. That's a Do we deserve it? Really? <laughs> like, so that means... Like, this is anti-Christmas, you guys. Yeah. yeah. That means I this take is a, mega Christmas. That means it's Patrick's Christmas. I this love it. This a nightmare before Christmas. So that means I take a minus to 
perception and will saves. So if this thing has charm person or something, I'm just donezo forever. Okay, um, so that was t two actions. Yeah. I mean, I guess you gotta try. I gotta get some damage on this bad boy, right? right. Yeah. Right? Let's throw a knife. Yeah. Let's throw a knife. Right. I just can't believe this combat does. Well, let's check. Let's check the mist. Does the mist allow me to have fun? No. <laughs> the nope. mist, mist. Mist says no. Goes oh. off. Turn four, Honto. Uh, you get a uh, free action of Jack Scrimshaw and Ambrose Fishcut's croup trying to take you, take you, and, and pull out your barb here. Fantastic. Make that, make that. Uh, free I don't want to at this athletics roll. Look, a two on the dice. Look. You don't deserve it. <laughs> All right, take your, take your turn, sir. I've got the highest bonus in this crew. <laughs> oh, lordy. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm going to do athletics check number nine to try to get free. One moment. Does a 23 do it? 23 is exactly what you need. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What a absolute troll of an ability. Two actions left. I'm aware. All right. Um, While you figure it out, I'm going to have the crew roll trash. I haven't even been looking at the map because, like, there hasn't been a reason to. <clears throat> Not a um, single 20 in the bunch. Some 19s, though. Mm -hmm. Ah, there we go. It's exactly 30 feet away. Well, no, my speed's 35, so it doesn't matter. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and scoot up to it. And uh, let's do a flurry of blows. Um, no wolf, no wolf stands because that takes an action. Yep. Thirteen. And a twenty. Nope. All right, nope. moving on. Nope, nope, nope. Two misses. Candoso. Hey, it's in range now. Oh, it is in range. I am going to indeed unleash a powerful magic spell. Uh, I'm going to reach out with a shocking grasp. Now, do you want to try and get free from the immobilization first? Does that affect casting or? Nope. You're just kind of pinned um, in, to, to the place. Uh, I'll wait and see. I'll wait and see the results of, uh, okay. of this thing because Go I right still in. got still got that uh, that mist up right now. So. Yep. The attack is only a twelve, a natural two. I am using a hero point and rerolling. Oh, look at hype! The absolute worst rolling you guys have ever done this entire campaign. That damage <laughs> okay. is pretty nice, though. I like the damage. Yeah, we'll the keep, damage is good. We just need a better we'll roll. Keep it if you can roll well. All let's right, let's see. All right, I'm Come gonna on. just roll the d20 plus 10. Brandon Besmara. Blowing on my fingertips. Good luck. Oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> Tilted. Five on the dice. Oh no! Uh, what what's you got for your third action? Um, madness. Uh, well, since he's in melee now, I'm going to uh, use an action to dispel the mist. Oh, okay. Beat beat him up, boys. Uh, all right. I As it else. drops down, Alaris, you're right next to this huge manticore, large manticore. 
Yeah, I want to faint. I want to try to trick it, and while doing so, maybe throw my uh, stupid crossbow on the ground and try to distract it. <laughs> the crossbow is like, what did I do? You messed up the macro. I don't know what I did wrong. All right, misleading flourish against their perception DC. Go ahead and make Deception. That. Deception for faint. It's a 20. Uh, that is unfortunately a failure. Oh, no. But not, not a critical failure. <sighs> You're not um, flat-footed. <laughs> all right, well... For her second action, she is going to pull out her curved blade uh, with another flourish and take a swipe at this thing. Oh! 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 That's oh, a natural yeah. 20! Oh, thank oh, goodness that, that mist oh, is down. That. Critical hit! Yes! Uh, oh. oh my gosh, I needed that. All right, so that does 12 damage normally. Let's see what the critical damage is. Plus 13. So, 25? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, a huge slash across the beast's belly. Uh, as you see, red blood matting its fur. It snarls in your direction. It says, you must, you must submit to my captain, or you shall die. Can I talk to it? Yeah, it's free action. Who's your captain? Captain Hamazaz will, will take your ship. Not if we take his first. The captain is a she. How dare you? I mean, hers first. Assume her gender. Oh, I'm so sorry. Be a, a male captain. Uh, I, I should mention those of you who spotted this thing now that the mist is clear. Now, this is obviously a female manticore. And uh, there are... Hey, Patrick, could you uh, go on to describe the details that allow us to identify it as such? Yeah, it's obviously a female. Yeah, just like, just be really detailed. <laughs> Paint me a word picture. Please don't. Oh, so I can't <laughs> Please don't. Shit. Anything, anything to get away from these roles, honestly, I'll take it this way. That means we venture into some uncomfortable if I have to suffer, territory. Look, if I have to suffer through this encounter, I've got to have to, I've got to entertain myself somehow. Seth's like, I'm editing this episode. You say uh, furry boobies on the podcast. Darn it. That's um, staying in. I... Yeah, well, it, it it is a female, but also you guys can now plainly see there are indeed some chains around its, uh, or, or manacles, I should say, around its legs. Oh. It is not chained, but has manacles here. Um, Doesn't yeah, seem that, your captain treats you very well. She snarls at you, and that massive cut. Uh, do you still have an action left? Or I do, I do have another action. So I'm going to take another attack. Or I could free it from its manacles. But I think I'm oh, going to take another attack. It's kind of free right now. They're just like, it's not shaking up. It just has okay. one on each foot. I guess I mean more as a symbolic gesture. But anyway, uh, not going to do that. We are going to take another strike. That is a 22. Uh, not flat-footed, and that is a miss. Oh, I thought so the... close. Oh, what, you thought because I let you roll the uh, the missed chance on your 22, Tyler? <laughs> no, I was just going to wait until after you rolled it to tell you it was a failure. I'm that gene. Oh, I, I, I was reading the I was reading the text from Rebecca's curve blade as flat-footed until start of next turn. Oh! Crit ability. It is a crit ability, isn't it? I'm sorry, yeah. what? So, 
My critical what? hit means that it's flat-footed until the start of its uh, of my next turn. Well, you're just making up abilities on the fly now, aren't you? Okay. <laughs> I'm honestly well, not sure what that comes from, but with I'm flat-footed, sure it's that ending. is a, a second hit. Awesome! So that does another 17 damage. This is like Alaris's flipping combat. Okay. She has her moments. Well, let me, yeah, let me. I'll double. I'll double it's check. Actually, I think it's actually more damage because of forceful. Oh yeah, forceful. This is the best sword. Which gives me another two damage on top of that, so 19 damage total. Another huge hit, almost. But 19 to the crits 25. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that bloodies this manticore who will indeed snarl at you and say, you must be the captain here to do so much damage to me. <laughs> I am Belshazzar and you will submit or face death. Uh, she's gonna make her full attack against Nolaris. It's go time. First, a bite, a massive bite attack. I can't roll 20, can I? No, I can't. But a hit, and this one is 2d8 plus 8, 20 points of damage. Yeah, Laris is on the ground. So I had only 13 hit points, so what does that mean? You're fine. You just go to just dying one. Yep. Dying one, okay. Okay, well, uh, then let's see here. I think... We're going to Anto next for some claw attacks. Uh, the first one is only a nine on the dice. And for the claw, uh, what is your armor class? Set? 21. Oh, that's just a hit. 2d6. Ooh, plus eight slashing damage. Uh, 12 points and third claw attack. I think I've got to roll pretty darn high. Is a miss. Um, which brings us to back to Cassius Vale, Captain Cassius. Okay, I wanted to give a nice little break there because, as Jabert has pointed out, and I looked it up, so every weapon has a critical specialization ability that you can unlock, but I don't think it's something that you just get from wielding the blade. Okay. Uh, when I look it up, it specifically says... Uh, that like certain feats, skills, or class abilities give you access to blah, 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 blah. So unless you know of a very, very specific thing Rogue gave you, which gave you access to the critical specialization from swords, you don't get that. Okay, so maybe there's gotcha. something just uh, okay. was in the macro. Well, don't worry. Patrick's coming to your rescue with the rest of the pirate crew. And I've rolled 120. Oh, and three which ones. you know what that means. That uh, Rebecca's attack still goes through because Mahim the Naga Killer uh, <laughs> floats on and flanks with her on the other side and gets not only that, he gets a hit through as well. Oh my goodness, for seven points of damage. What, what a legend. the Manticore Mamer. <laughs> uh, At this point, he has done more damage to the Manticore than three-fourths yeah, three of the cast. <laughs> Get Cassius yeah. back to you. All right. Cassius is going to rush in. He's, he's feeling frustrated. And we're going to take a swipe with the Cutlass. Are you going I to are you going Plankin, to flank with Hanto? Plank with Hanto. All right. I I missed. 
five on the dice. Dude, it? just dude, just hail me. I'm just looking for a twenty. No, can't get it. You know what? Hey, sometimes you do. Sometimes you don't. Wait, let me see. I rolled for the rest of the crew. Um, this entire combat, I rolled uh, forty-five d twenty, and I've gotten one twenty. So my math's I'm gonna not try working to... out too well either. Uh, I'm gonna try to demoralize you. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do an intimidate against your will, DC. You're gonna try to. Look, you're gonna try to demoralize Patrick, but try. Patrick has successfully demoralized all of us. Okay, <laughs> twenty-four against your will, DC. That's a success. Yeah. So Cassius is just hurling insults. I mean, he's he's frustrated and angry, and he just comes at you with some with a wicked-looking rusty blade, swinging wild, and you are frightened one. Uh, Bahim looks over at you and says, Oh, that's some good flighting, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Honto, we are back to you. We're flanking with your captain. Are the, are the dice going to turn? No. Uh, but uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and do something that I can do that you can't take from me. And I'm going to enter the wolf stand strike. So, <laughs> can't fail that. <laughs> Wolfed up. Unless I can't, like, does, does, does she have some sort of anti-stance anti reaction she can take? Manticore, they're actually pretty boring uh, creatures. <laughs> Just got some great ranged abilities and uh -huh. some massive uh, armor class and attack rolls. <laughs> you don't want to be crit by these guys. You're, you're not joking. Okay, um, I guess flurry of blows. All right, you can do it. Can I? I don't know. Like, I mean, we got... This is a very half-hearted dice roll here. It's 21. So we what know was that's a miss. Flanking? Flanking? With flanking is a hit. Oh! Yeah! See? Here we go! We're turning it around! Okay. How, mu how much damage? Be 12 piercing damage. It's still up. Uh-huh. Does Mara be with us? Let's go, Honto! And that's a second oh! Oh, yeah! Again, so it's actually a total of 25 piercing damage from one attack. Uh, as yes. is the method of, of Flurry calculation yes okay are, are you um, continuing on your assault it's looking battered and beaten at this point i don't really know i mean so we got some uh, lovely uh suggestions from from folks uh on the the patreon chat on the cosmic crypt discord uh which i appreciate and i'm aware that i could probably utilize some sort of athletics based attack using assurance for my third action don't think it's gonna work on this manticore <laughs> considering yeah. that every dc is redonkulous well, uh, if it's against its fortitude dc this is i mean you'd have to be strong enough to wrestle a tiger dragon to the the deck of the ship was that a thing i mean that's close enough to me okay uh i'll go ahead and just make a hail mary third attack you know, a lot closer than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's, I mean, the high dice roll number there, 16. That is a miss. Yeah, um, unfortunately. But after your uh, flurry of blows, uh, you see this manticore kind of recoil from you. It says, please do. I relent. I relent. Do what you want, but please do not kill me. All right. On Candosa's turn, I put my uh, flaming spell away and I instead well, keeping my eyes locked on the beast I kneel down and I cast 
cast a second level heal spell on Ilaris. Oh, I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna heal the Manticore for a second. No. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> Alaris crazy. Listen, back listen, up. Boars on cliffs are one thing. Manticores on ships are totally different. And not, I would kill Hawkandoso if not he a natural him. creature. This is an <laughs> aberration of, of a crime against nature. Uh you so say you guys are, are up and it's kind of kowtowed here on the deck. Uh once again says its name is Belshazzar and says I if you were to spare me, I I will give you whatever aid you'd like. Just I, please let I me want be. You to, I want you to pull this spike out of the deck of the ship so I can move around again. <laughs> Let's see what their athletics. Oh, it's so good. Let's see if they can do it. There's <laughs> my natural 20 for the knights. For, for her. She just, like with a... Flick of a single claw, and it's like, just think, guys, that could have been a crit on one of us. Yeah, <laughs> any, even, any of us. One. If that was a claw attack, any of us are down. It's just it's automatic end game. Uh, awesome. I'm gonna then just walk around the ship just because I can. That feels great. Uh, Cassius will keep his, you know, his sword and throwing dagger out, but just say. Bahim's got his sword ready to like drop yeah. like a guillotine. He's like, give me the order, Captain, and I'll, <laughs> I'll take that title, I will. He'll uh, hold his arm out and say, fair enough, Bella. Tell me what sort of, what sort of treasure and, and soldiers await us over on that Ramadubi vessel. There's there's a number of, of marines on the top deck, and I think she's low in the water with a full hold. But I there's something dear to me in that hold as well. I, I, I am indeed a prisoner to the captain. All right. Then I believe we can make a deal. If you promise not to raise a, neither spike nor claw against us for the rest of the battle, we will... We will free you from your bond and give you what they hold down there against ye. Captain, don't forget about the teeth. Oh, and no teeth. In fact, if you could just park it somewhere near the back of me ship and never lift a claw again. Right, I'd be happy as rain. Now, what is it that they have of yees? Ca Captain, if we can talk, I have a better plan. I'm all ears. Do you have something else? If you guys want to fast forward and speed the play here, uh, Belshazzar recommends another course of action that will require a good amount of trust on your guys' part. Well, let's do the plan first before can, we press forward. Can I roll essentially what would be a sense motive, like a perception? Or Please. Yeah. Just wanna... I was gonna. I was going to ask the same thing. Boy, I give up. You know, I just, I like oh, this game. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> I'd love to play it someday. Oh, Alaris, you, of all these pirates, seem to connect uh, with, with Belshazzar and the story she tells you and believe that what she says is true, that uh, you can easily take this, this Ramadumi vessel with her help. I, I believe it. She took me down. <laughs> Not that that's hard to do, but, you know. But what is what is her plan, though, before we agree to it? 
Yeah, it, tell us more about what they have in the hold that is so precious to you. I've, I've only seen them loading it up for a day and a half in port while I was chained below. But my plan is simple. I can pretend to have bested you and you can lay in, in the waters and they will come to investigate. And when they do, I will take the captain and you will take the ship. I think Oz would pipe up. I don't like it. Cassius, considering he rolled a one, Mm -hmm. uh, I guess looks to his officers for any other signals of or thoughts before just he will blindly agree to this. Candoso rolled a two, so Candoso's giving you the big thumbs up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, Alaris, I mean, rolled a 27, but she certainly believes the story, and I, I... I think she would uh, agree that uh, certain her, certainly her prowess uh, is there, um, and it sounds to me like uh, she's she's telling uh, the truth and that she will actually help us. I yeah, have no this, reason this, to disbelieve uh, that. Yeah, it, it's a it's a good plan if she's if she's planning on following through with it. So I say we go yeah. for it. I think uh, uh, Oz will Oz will gesture at it. Look, she's already bleeding out. Like, just have her pretend to be dead, and then we roll up and say, "Hey, we killed your manticore." I don't think that one will go as well. I like her idea a tad bit more. Yeah, whatever. Um, can I can I provide some some treatment of of the manticore's wounds? Yeah, Sindara Quinn can, can yeah. heal her up as well. That's part of the the trust is here. Yeah, I have the um, healer back up to make the story believable. Can Alaris yeah. get pull- fully healed up too? Nope, it's gotta go. No, yeah, she can. Uh, <laughs> uh, cha- um, Zandara can channel um, a couple times. So great. I don't want to roll that right now. Let's fast forward here, as indeed you see Belshazzar fly off back towards this Ramadumi vessel, and it starts to move closer to you. And as soon as it gets close enough, you can unfurl the sails, move into attack position where you see on the other deck of the the smaller ship, the manticore springing for the the captain's side and wraps claws and wings around it. Um, She screams something in the captain's ear and the captain orders her men to stand down as she sees the gambit has paid off. You guys can pretend to be hurt and, and, and dying and take the ship, the uh, Sanbalot, uh, without killing a single person. Uh, Stay your blades, men! Captain Hemiaz calls out. They have bested us! So so what do you think the, what do you think the play is here, Captain? We can take, all, take the loot and uh, leave them alive. Take any, anyone who wants to make some money the the captain will uh, you know will be brought over in front of you by by this manticore and uh and says please please you you have turned this beast against me uh do what you want with me but p- spare my men they are good sailors we we carry in our holds cloth bolts and unrefined copper ore as well as chests of salt if you let us on your way Without bloodshed, it is all yours. My name be Cassis Vale, and I do not run a, a vessel that seeks blood when there be no reason to spill it. 
you and your crew will be will be treated just fine as long as we all play nice. We'll be having a look at your holds, and then we'll be on your way. Belshazzar comes over to you, Cassius, and says, Captain, I, I have seen how your men would lay down their lives before you, and so too would this crew die for Captain Haimaiaz. As much as I would like to eat her for, for holding me hostage, I would rather know she she lived with the sting of this wound. I, I agree and implore you, her sailors and her ship be let go, but my freedom also be given. Of course, Bella. We do not seek to enslave or imprison any man nor woman nor beast. You may take whatever it is that they held against ye, or, or you may just take your freedom, whichever it is ye require. Uh, from the the deck, as as they start opening up to to unload your guys' plunder, uh, this episode ends with you seeing Belshazzar, the Manticore, flying off into the sunset, uh, carrying with her uh, two young Manticore pups in in her arms as she uh, will do a, a flyby of the the tide breaker here at sunset before making off for an island and perhaps a better life for herself. Uh, but of course, the tales of manticores and their, their new island life, oh, that's a tale for another time here on Dead Men Roll No Crits, as well as all the booty and plunder that you get uh, on the next, next adventure. I don't know about you guys, but I really don't feel like we deserve it. <laughs> this no, this was all Alaris. This is essentially yeah, pure Alaris, Mahim, and Honto. Those are the only three people. But I will still much... take a quarter of it. <laughs> oh well, I, yeah. I, yeah. I did some some math while we were, we were talking about what an ETH share would be of plunder. A share is two gold, eight silver, and five copper for your ship, and an eighth share is three silver and five copper. Nice. Um, extra for some for some fun gear. But we'll talk about the plunder next time, what to do with it, where to go. Uh, but until then, thanks for playing with me, folks. Thank, thank you. you. And thank, pa- thanks, I guess. <laughs> our yeah. Patreon listeners, thanks for uh, for listening through the Critmases and the Crit Dirths, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> Your support makes us. We have to have like we have to have like a natural one counter for this episode because it was absurd. There were a lot of there are a lot of ones through fives. Yeah, the side of the dice you like to see the most. Those low single digits. But yeah, that's gonna do it for us. Uh, We will see you on High Seas Adventure next time on Dead Men Are Roanokers. Yar yar. Bye.